We back again for another book and more tea. Honey, please. It's season seven. We are reading Midnight by Sister Soldier. I'm Shan. You may know me from She Gets It podcast and Loud Mouth Stereo podcast. I got two of my besties giving y'all podcast book club feels on the low. Kiki and Casey. Talk to What's up, y'all? This be your boy, Casey. One third of the So What Patreon Bit podcast. We report to you live every other week from the Amazon library, discussing the most interesting of interesting and boring of boring books. Follow my foodie page at the underscore itis atl on ig and youtube i'll see y'all whole soon hello it's kiki another third of a trio for so what page we on beat hope y'all are enjoying the show we got more books on the way more discussions more tea make sure y'all follow us on instagram at so what page we on beach follow myself on instagram and twitter kiara c xo underscore piece of detail Oh, hell no. You said a... Ain't got no more. Ain't no more. Oh, man. Oh, Kobe said Phoebe C. All gone. All gone. That man is upset. Listen, he want to cut cake. He want it bad. Ain't no more. You shouldn't have gave him a cupcake. That's where you fucked up at. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Well, welcome to our first episode of So What's Page on Bed. Hey. <laughs> oh no, what was that? Episode one. What's good? So, what the hell do y'all think about this book so far? Um, so after reading the first chapter, I didn't like it. Yeah, that first. Heavy. Um, the book that we're reading is Midnight by Sister Soldier. For those who don't know, um, that first chapter was very judgy. Very. Um, Africans are better than Americans who are black. Uh, it was very um. This is who I am. I'm unimpressed with anything else. This is what my culture is. But yet you find yourself in America. And yeah. My, I didn't my, even get there. Their dad put them on a flight. So my thing is if your father is so educated and so well off. Why the fuck did he send y'all to America with only X amount of dollars and y'all end up in Brooklyn around hood folk? Well, from my understanding and reading the book, the what Midnight explained was that his dad was a very powerful man yeah. in um, Sudan. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be situations where you're going to have to um, run, hide, plan, and collect. Yeah. And that's, and I guess that was the point that his, that of him and his mom going to New York is, well, his pregnant mother and him going to New York was to run, hide, plan, and collect themselves. Okay. And then they only had enough money to live off of for a year until his mother had to work because she was pregnant when she came to the United States. Right. But why he didn't talk about the part like what caused him to come to um, America though? Like did I miss that? No he I... didn't. I think we're going to get to that later. Yeah. 
Okay, because I read the back of the book and it said that, you know, their estate was um attacked. You know what? When 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 he was talking about his dad and he was talking about how his dad has nice things, but he also has for people that were jealous and envious of his father, I felt like his dad had a little bit too much reach. And of course somebody was gonna come fuck that up eventually. And I think yeah. that's what happened. He never said that that's what happened. Well, he also said that his dad was like advisor to like the prime minister and then also to like the Sudanese, like the king of Sudan or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people in power. Yeah. Yeah. Of that country. And, um, chapter two, before midnight, um, he went more into his dad and whose dad was, um, and his intelligence and the fact that he knows seven languages and speaks seven languages. Then the three little pigs, that caught me completely off guard, but welcome to America. You know, they're so fucking rude when it comes to other cultures and what they're not supposed to do. To even ask his mom to take off her covering for her hair you know what I'm saying? And then say what they said loud enough for it to be heard is just fucking rude, but it happens all the time. Right. I mean, I can understand taking off the head coverings and stuff because you're coming through customs, so I guess it's like a security thing. However, there has to be some kind of protocol in regards to that, especially for people of different cultures who have different religions and, and religion, different... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be some kind of protocol around that. And I don't, and then men are not supposed to do that. Women officers are supposed to do that because the whole thing is women who cover their hair are not supposed to show their hair to men. men right, yeah. they're not supposed to show that. They're not supposed to show any part of their skin that's not to like their husband or their family or something like. That. I'm not well versed yeah. on the Muslim religion, so I'm just going off of my an observation. Okay, so we fast forward from the three little pigs to Daquan chapter four. Uh, I hate the transition. Ah! <laughs> I hate the transition of everything was all good, and then you go to the Brooklyn Pro. It was like it was. It's mentally draining to me. But that's what New York is. New York like, is the it was like it was him being a seven year old boy having a fight these big ass kids just so he can walk the block mm-hmm. or walk the bench or him saying that oh well your clothes is corny and I don't want to see you like like he's a little kid and then he and gets, I, like, gets, I gets get two guns saying. before he's 13 like, I get what you're I, saying Kiki, but also at the same time like that's the that's the reality of like childhood that's like yeah, that's Brooklyn. the that that's the transition of not even growing up in Brooklyn. That's the transition of being an, a new kid to a neighborhood and not knowing anybody. Being an immigrant, right? Yeah. On top of being an immigrant, yeah. Because I remember going to school, and if there was like a kid that did not speak uh, English as their first language, and they dressed of their culture, they were picked on before they were allowed to blend in. It wasn't like that, but they were picked on until it was allowed. To, they were allowed to blend in. It wasn't until I got to high school where it was like, okay, so what? They're from a different culture. So what? That they dress like that. Leave them the fuck alone. But before that, oh, it was like bibs. Everybody had bibs. But you know what? I also think it is. I think it's as a as a kid of. And then Chantal, you know, because you got immigrant parents too. Yeah. Basically. Like my dad's a whole immigrant, but like I didn't have to go through that because we spoke English in the house. I yeah. didn't have an accent. Like like my dad does. Mm-hmm. But when those like but as a kid growing up, especially in elementary and middle school, you guys are only we're only seeing what's on TV and we're thinking like that's what we're supposed to do and that's how we're supposed to act. Is I I don't feel like until like after we hit like puberty and start gaining some maturity that we start to appreciate 
appreciate our culture like that and where and where we come from and where our parents are from true true because i i remember as a kid being kind of like ashamed i didn't want to be picked on or called out that i was different or the way that i said things i don't want like the teacher to highlight the fact that I said it incorrectly or I said it too fast. And then I had to go to speech. I remember going to speech from, from like second grade all the way up to sixth grade because mm-hmm. they would send me back and forth to Jamaica to visit family. And I, I would mix up the way that they spoke and I would write that way. So you'll be writing like Patois? Yes. And it was so hard for me, even like now, even like now, sometimes when I speak and I say things, I'll mix up many with much and Mm -hmm. I'll mix up um, like different, different types of like pronouns and stuff. I'll mix them up. If I'm fast, it's because like fighting with which one do I use in the English language here, Mm -hmm. you know? So I can only imagine how frustrating it was for him to basically have to drop his culture when he went outdoors. And when he got back in the home with his mom, it was like, oh, you're safe here. Like, this is a safe place. You can actually be yourself. So I know that weird as shit. The fact that that Daquan dude was making him fight his brothers and get... I I really thought that boy was about to die. Because he was gonna have an asthma attack. I know. Right? Too. <laughs> I thought he was too. I said, I'm not worried about to pass the fuck out. Is mm-hmm. he really about to kill his brother over a fight and ego? So yes, uh, it's uh, oh, man. I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to go back to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then also that was Brooklyn in the seventies and the eighties. Right. If you go back to Brooklyn now, you can't afford shit because everybody there is super, super fucking rich. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gentrified as fuck. Yes, when when he said the clothes in the back of the store was like half threat reward, I said I feel that. I feel that, sir. Don't be bringing shit to my door and acting and giving me the hint that you know where I stay. Right. Right. So, but shit, he know where he stay at too. So nigga, what's that's up? right. That's right. So he brought that shit back to him. He was like, I'm only going to sell you these guns if you change your clothes right now. Uh-huh. It's not even that. The shit that blew me was this little nigga is seven years old and you come knocking That's at blew this, this grown ass man's door giving him back his clothes and not even saying that nigga here's your clothes for this gun. You just said I don't want these. I want that. And you pointed at that nigga gun. Yeah. Well, you have to think again, like his his dad trained him to you know protect. protect and shoot those things and he says, you know, your your job is to protect your mother. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a gun is worth way more than some clothes though. Oh, okay. But it was way more important to him than the clothes. Mm-hmm. Cause remember when he when they got out of customs, he said the first thing the thing that came out of his mouth was he was like, The first thing I'm getting is a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here we go to the shit show. Chapter five, which is the Lost Boys. <laughs> that was too much. It was a lot. Going it was on. too much. It was the pimp, the robbers. Um, it was so much going on in that chapter. The squares. <laughs> it was like he named like several groups of people all in the same hood. And but the basis of all of it was these um black people here they fight for like dumb shit and they don't have mm-hmm. it. And they all that I can agree with. That that was it for me, the mentality. The yeah. And he said they all be having the same shit. The people that really just that have something of substance, they they have something to sell, you know, they have they have mm-hmm. products. But everybody else, you know, they just basically like players and you know, they they go a group of them go in, a group of them come out because they snitched and he saw the rotation. He saw 
what his position, his options for a position was in the mix of all that shit. Which, which is why I'm still struggling to understand how he ended up fucking around with Winter's dad. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you peeping all this shit, how you end up being in it? But we ain't get there yet. So, um, okay. Maybe because Winter's dad was stashing money. And maybe he was like the top, like at the very top of the chain. Well, almost at the top. Right. Maybe. Okay, so chapter six. Uma. <laughs> the mammy. Boy. That man said, I am her shield in life. Wherever she go, I go. She got interviews. We got we got and I'm just like the reality is you can't you can't really have a life in New York that with your mom. But because his culture and his protect my mom, he was basically they were learning New York together, which I understand. Um, she really wanted to get a job. She was getting closer to the end of her pregnancy. Um, and she basically wanted to make sure everything worked. At the same time, he said he knew that he had to protect his mom, but at the same time, he had to make sure he could protect himself because if she lost him, that would break her, which is kind of aggravating because if I'm spending most of my time making sure you're protected, I'm putting, I'm going to be in harm's way, you know, a little bit because of where we live in our environment. So um, when she did like have the baby go to that hospital, boy, I'm just like, they going to treat you like niggas, you know, because they don't see you as you're African and these people here are American and black. No, the mm-hmm. hospital gonna treat you like they treat other black people. But so I feel he, like it was niggas at the hospital treating them like niggas at the hospital. Mm-hmm. What, what'd she say? I feel like the hospital, like the people that worked at the hospitals, I just felt like it was niggas that work at the hospital treating you like a nigga at the hospital. Yes, and that's how because they, they just have this mentality that you're not worth the time so like they shoo you off with everything so when when he was like the american hospital equals the american morgue i was like well that's a fact well that was the baba said but yeah that's the truth you know um but i could kind of feel like where he was coming from because i grew up with kids like that who had to do and read and translate everything for their parents because their parents didn't speak any english yeah yeah. So um in that chapter we we got to see how Islamic his mom was and her ability to check um the Arabs um that you know treated people you know a certain way and she corrected them, you know. And um the fact that his whole thing was to keep inside their apartment where they stayed very like peaceful and loving and like basically cut out the world. But when they go outside, they were kind of like ignored or like you're not special out here, but they were special to each other in their house. So that was interesting. But yeah. It was a rough start. It was a rough start. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I was kind of questioning judgment on this book. Like, why she got to read this shit? Well, we didn't know that. Was well, here. I was curious about Midnight. <laughs> and when I actually saw the cover, like, I see a little ass boy. Yeah. Like, I was expecting to see, you know, this hunk of a chocolate grown ass man. Yeah. Oh. Um, on the cover of the book, for one, and the I didn't read the book in a female's big. voice. I'm hearing it from a young little boy. I yeah. got the first chapter from a female's voice, like a very self righteous, 
um, quote unquote woke black woman trying to portray a man, but still kind of sounding like a, a bitch at the same time. I think it was the way that he was describing um, the way like girls be all of this shit. I'm just like, okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's the shit that gets me. That just me. It, it's just some shit that's just like really kind of like gets me. Like people feel like, especially black women in general, have to feel like they have to be married in order to feel like worthy, worthy or something. Worthy. Yeah, yeah. And like marriage doesn't define your worth. Yeah. No, it it doesn't. And then like even when and I feel like talking- people forget marriage marriage was only created as a business transaction. Yeah, because women didn't have any rights or say so. They weren't, they couldn't be by themselves. In the- it was like black like, family owns horses and your family owns cows. Yeah. You, and we, and if we marry our children together, our families can own horses and cows. Right. And that's why the kids got married. That's it's not because women didn't have any rights. It's because the parents said the parents wanted to make a deal. Like you give you get I'll give my son four horses as a gift. You give your daughter four cows as a wedding gift. And they'll have horses and cows. And then when they get married and they marry their children off to other farmers, those farmers may have crops or those farmers those farmers may have chickens or goats. And mm-hmm. then now they have cows and chickens and horses. And then now their kids have cows and chickens and horses. So it's kind of, it, it just goes on and on and on. That's what marriage really was. It really wasn't anything like, oh my God, he loved me so much. I'm so in love with her. I want to <laughs> make her my wife. It was no, like, I'm a king. This is another king over there. We can make our territory bigger if we married our children together and they live in the middle of it. Yeah. But you know what's so crazy? Jewish families, that's how they really pick out who their children will marry. Like, what does your family do? What does your family offer? What does my family do? What does my family offer? Oh, you have a son this age? Oh, I have a daughter this age. Boom. Let's merge. Like, that's how they do it. Yeah, there's very there's a lot of older cultures out there, like Indians, Jewish, even Asians that still do arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that was um one through six. Mm-hmm. Very short. Yeah. The chapters, the chapters were very short. Yeah. So, um, for episode two, we'll do chapter seven to fifteen. I feel like we'll do this book uh really quick, um, but I think it'll get a bit more juicier and start to connect the dots with the other. I hope so. Mhm. Yeah, my sister read the coldest winter ever, and she um didn't finish it. <laughs> Oh man! Somebody bought somebody bought my book the other day, like a couple of days oh, yeah. ago. That was a book that they purchased, so I passed out to them. I'm not I gotta gonna... sell some of mine. Yeah, I get You're talking about how he gonna read them, but he ain't read one of them yet. So, <laughs> so what's been what else been going on with y'all? I've been working. Me too. What's up, Kobe? What's going on with you? What they do, Kobe? You blowing spitz bubbles. Oh, I've been working. I ordered my replica bag for back to work. Um, and I need to go back to work shopping. Yeah, back to work. When do you officially go back to work? Um, in September after Labor Day. Oh, okay. Well, I got my truck back today. You got your what? My truck. Ah, oh, shit. It looks 
brand spanking new. Nice. So that's good. Now they gonna have to run me my money. I saw the new Honda Accord and I want it now. What it look like? The new Honda Accord is Fly. See. I want the Honda CRV. Mm. Does it have more cuts than the twenty and nineteen? I don't know what the, what twenty nineteen looked like. Oh, no, I saw twenty twenty one. It it got a lot more like cuts and grooves in it, so it looks like kind of sporty. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, the I new also, the new Accord looks real sporty. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. If I had to get another Honda, I would get a Honda CRV. I mean, that's fitting. Yeah, you got a baby now. Yeah, it's a good car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard nothing new. No, nothing new at all over here. I want the Big Dave Cheesecake Steaks. I saw, I saw your review. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, then. I will not be eating there. No, I'm disappointed. <laughs> That's what I was disappointed with when I went to Big Dave's last time. They never, they didn't have the egg rolls because they were like having a shortage. I was like, okay, cool. I'll just get me a cheesesteak. And I took mm-hmm. the mom and the girls. And I was like, I would like a cheesesteak and some, and some water ice. They was like, oh, that's down. We don't have that either. I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers need to be just telling people straight up what y'all got before people come all the way over here to these locations for this shit. Because it, right. it, it ruined my mindset on what I was going to get. So, oh. like, I, 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 did, I didn't take idea. pictures of it, so that's why I didn't mention it in the review. Mm-hmm. But I was able to get an order egg rolls. See, I ordered the beef egg rolls, but they gave me the salmon egg rolls instead. How were they? The salmon egg rolls, cheesesteak egg rolls, actually really, really good. See, I wanted to taste them, and they didn't have any when I went. So, like, that's like the guy who was like commenting on my um on my post. He was like, "You need to try the egg rolls," and I said, "You know, I'm gonna go back." Now that I know, you know, like how it works and stuff like that. But I was like, when I went, I'm thinking in my mind, like, y'all niggas is going to, like, give me everything that comes with it. And I take what I don't want versus what I do want. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, like, my cheesesteak literally just had steak, cheese, and onions in it. Which one, which location did you go to? I went to the one in Dorville off of Peachtree Road. That's across from the sushi spot by the H Mart. Yeah. By H1, yeah. Yeah, that's the one by the sushi spot that I went to Saturday. Yo, yeah. okay, so over there, when I used to live over there and I used to go to H Mart, wasn't shit over there. But Listen, that I was like, so much... all this stuff over here? It and has, then, like, when I got there, like, what all this shit over, over here? They got, like, a Korean barbecue spot now. They got, like, this, like, it's like this, two this, stories of stuff. This beef and chicken box place. It's like a whole bunch of different Asian influence places. That Bahamian restaurant is still there. I don't know how because their food's nasty. But um, but the sushi spot is right across from the Brands Mart, and I said, "When did this get over here?" Yeah, like that air is lit. So like one day I just need to go over there and just like spend all day over there eating. That sushi was hitting. Do you hear me? I, I think I'm gonna go to that Korean barbecue spot though. I never been to Korean. It was barbecue. hitting, and then it's y'all never the been. Drew never been too. So we should plan a day to go. Not yeah. with the kids though. Yeah. <laughs> Because the thing about Korean barbecue, depending on what kind of a place it is, you can cook that like you can cook at your table the food. Mm-hmm. And I don't need another little children burning their little hands. That's a fact. Well, y'all know Kobe stopped the whole belt line. <laughs> what did he do? My friend was so embarrassed. What <laughs> So the sushi comes around on these small little topless plates on the belt, and you just oh my god, I want to go now because that's how how it is in Japan. Yeah, and you can order it like so they 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 have like the generic sushi, mainly just you know riding riding on the belt. They have like Like the California rolls and shit, like the the basic shit. California rolls, like the basic stuff. So so you can grab that, and then if you want to order something, then you order it from the tablet on the table. 
and mm-hmm. then that comes at the top of the belt. Okay. Okay. If you want anything special, but um, you know, Kobe sitting in his book in his booster seat on my right side because I don't want him sitting out in the aisle. Oh, yeah. that was a big mistake. And he reaches up and and grabs the opener ah! on the belt, and the whole belt stopped. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, Kiki, that's your bad because you should have had him face in the eye. You should have the face in the eye. <laughs> but he was doing so good up until it was stopping. <laughs> but send me the name of that place. I want to go. It's called. No, I said send me the name. Don't tell me what it is. Send me the name. Okay, I'll send it to you. I'll put it in the group. group Oh, good. The service was terrible, in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. I think the the sushi was good. What you expecting? Um, As far as like service goes, I I was expecting them to sit us down and ask us if we need anything, give us some eel sauce, some silverware, drinks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like everything that's not on the belt. Oh. <laughs> um, that's what I expected. But, the, uh, but were they busy? The, they were busy. It was a well, lot. you know, they you, and and they probably had a whole bunch of Asian people and white people in there. And you know, they feel like black people don't tip. So, mm. um, yeah. Well, and my friend didn't tip, <laughs> right? Because the service was not up to par for her. But I still gave a tip. And like that's the thing. That's like the double standard. They say like black people don't tip, but they give a shitty service. And then when we don't tip, then it's be like, oh, I knew them niggas wasn't gonna tip. But you ain't give me shitty you gave me shitty service. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's what she was good. I had the salmon crunch spicy roll. And then I had like some beef um aisle or something like that. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it was good. It was so good. Yeah, I want to check them out. And it's on the belt. And I thought it was good for COVID as well because you grab it off the belt and then you put your plate down off in a dispensary under the table. Okay. So they don't come and get your plate for you and stuff like that. Unless you order anything that don't come on the belt. Interesting. At this point, I'm starting to think COVID is a fucking memory because people aren't doing COVID shit no more. Exactly. Uh-uh. They're not. And then I saw a post today talking about how um, 99.5 of the percent of the people that died from COVID weren't vaccinated. And I'm like, where the fuck are these numbers coming from? Right. But there wasn't even no vaccine out when the shit started popping off. Thank you. That's and I, so I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, are people that are, are are they recently dying from COVID? I haven't heard nobody say they had COVID in a while either. Me either. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying it's not out there, but I, I, I just I, I just haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. Mm. I just, you know, when I look on doors that say... We require masks, but if you got the vaccine, then you're not obligated. It's obligated. Are y'all checking? That's my no. thing. How do you know who's vaccinated and who's that, not vaccinated? That's why that shit is so stupid. Like, don't, they don't give you a card if you got a vaccine because y'all not requiring, and there's no law that says you have to show your card in order for me to be maskless. It's dumb. Mm-mm. And then depending on where they require their shit at, like who at the front is going to be checking everybody's card to see if Nobody. they have the vaccine or not? Nobody. Nobody. I know at Walmart they dare show not. Walmart they barely check the receipt. Listen, Walmart checks the receipt. Walmart only checks your receipt if your shit is not in a bag. Mm. Listen, I ain't been to Walmart in a good little minute. I bought some plant pots. Y'all know I don't even like Walmart like that. We know. <laughs> I don't mind Walmart. I I I, I stop because I get tempted to eat things I shouldn't. Yeah, I'll go in there while I don't feel like um driving away to Target. 
I don't mind Walmart. And then when I do Target, I don't even go inside anymore. I just do oh, the drive. Um, I went to Publix and I got this. I got Fuck this. Publix. I know. I'm listening, Chantal. Oh, <laughs> but it's not. It's not dairy ice cream, and I am so disappointed because the last ice cream I got was a no calorie, no sugar. It was a different brand, and I couldn't taste anything. It just tastes cold. And then this one, the only thing I can taste is the cookie dough that's in it. What brand is it? Um, it's uh, Arm something. It's non dairy. Yeah. I go to Walmart for non dairy ice cream. But the Walmart by me doesn't. Have- <laughs> So like the Walmart by me carries all the Ben and Jerry's non dairy stuff. I saw Ben and Jerry's too, but I didn't get it because they was taxing. They wanted like six dollars for a pint. And the non dairy Ben and Jerry's um crumble cookie is good. Ooh. Y'all are ice cream lovers. <laughs> Eat shit. I hate it. What? That I have to read stuff before I eat it, and then oh, we yeah. came, we came out the store. Ari was like, "So you really went in there for one thing?" I said, "Yeah, girl." I said, "Come on." She said, "You wanted to buy." She was like, "She said you could have bought some bacon." I was like, "I didn't buy no bacon. I got sausage in the fridge." <laughs> That's what he said. This girl is so demanding. But yeah, I gotta go to the dentist tomorrow. Y'all pay for Oh, I'm going to the barber tomorrow. Uh, I hate when they be cleaning my. I gotta listen to that shit. No, no. I'm going to the barber tomorrow and I'm doing my T- uh, um, TSA pre check stuff um, Thursday. Okay. Because your boy be traveling. Where you going now? Well, Drew asked me if I wanted to go to California in September. Okay. I'm debating. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'm going to go. But we're going to Mexico in November. That's the thing. Oh. I mean, it's a cute little... Yeah, I don't think it's expensive to go to California. I think I might just let him go to California by itself because me and you went to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to go to California and Mexico. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. I do want to go to California. And I don't mind going with him. I want to go I want to go to California with him. Okay. But I want him to have a trip by himself as well. On my favorite rocket ship. So I'm conflicted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like couples should have their own individual trips. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one of those um, sheer, like, uh, door stockings for the truck. Door what? stockings for what? <laughs> For the truck, so basically, y'all know like those sheer covers for the um for the door for the windows, so the back seat's not hot. Okay. So I so I got two of those for Ari's side and Anya's side. That way, they can roll down the window and nothing will come in, and they can still get fresh air. But that heat, oh, be on like they're they're on their car seat because Ari she always come. So I put them on the truck. So hopefully that's not the issue. So I could get in the car and just go and stop for them to blow down their seat. <laughs> I want to get my windows retinted on my car. I was thinking about that to get the car tinted. But the guy told me it would be one fifty to take them off, and then another two fifty to put new ones on. Oh shit! God, why so tax? They can't do that all in one price. Yeah, four hundred dollars for both of for both of it. That's why. 
What's the so, ten? Three um, percent. Hmm? What's the ten for Georgia? Three percent. No, it's like fifteen twenty percent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought it was way more than that. You like 3%, bitch. And I think the lowest the is window, 5 right? Oh, shit. Ain't that on the front window, though? Like, can't the back ones be, be like, more than that? No, because how are you going to see through the back? I don't know. I'm just used to men, uh, people up north having dark-ass tent. You can't see Listen, shit. Listen, when I was in Miami, my shit was 5%. Wow. Mm. Drew had a honker. Her shit was five percent too, and he was trying to like drive her car for her. Sometimes he's the cuss mm. out talking about how you. He was thinking you can't even see. <laughs> oh, he said he had to roll the window down just to look out, just to, um back in. I can. <laughs> why I can see? Why I can envision that? Because <laughs> Drew's an idiot. <laughs> wild. That's hilarious. Mm. My God. Did y'all watch? Hi. Did y'all watch the BET Awards? No, no, I don't watch award shows. Me either. I mean, you really don't even have to watch it because the shade room gonna post everything. That's a fact. Then everybody's gonna talk about it on social media. Yeah. Mm. I see Cardi B's pregnant again. Yeah, I saw that. I love her maternity shoot, and you know mm. you got people hating on it. Yeah, of course it come with the territory. I mean, at this point, you know, don't nobody want to hear complain about Offset no more. Because mm. when they get divorced and then got back together, and then you know, I don't know. A whole lot of shit that was going on. But I haven't heard anything recently, maybe because I my I haven't kept my ear to those side that side of the street. But I haven't heard anything recently about her offset having any issues. Mm-hmm. I feel like that shit just happens though in any relationship. You be talking shit, break up, divorce, next thing you know. But like she know because he was cheating on her with all another bitch. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you know whatever you willing to put up with, right? Uh, you like yeah. it? I love. It. They still finding people in this Miami condo. Yeah, it's like 150 people. Mi- there were like 150 people missing. Wait, what happened in a Miami condo? I missed that story. All right, so in Miami, a condo like one side of like the whole one side of the building collapsed. Oh, I saw the building collapse. Yes, at like 1 a.m. in the morning. Mm. Mm. So, um, that happened like a couple of days ago. From I, the last I remember, um, eleven people were found dead. Um, mm. a, a, quite a few were injured, and like a mm. hundred and some odd people were missing. Mm. That's one hell of a liability claim. Right. What's so? Crazy? And you know what? That was the first thing I thought about. Kiki, like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Who the fuck is it's insuring that building? <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, damn. That's what's so crazy. How you know you've been insuring too long? It's the first thing you think they about. Have a, they have a sister building that they're trying to have people voluntarily move out of. Because mm-hmm. that building is missing gaps of concrete in the foundation. So yeah. the reality is... The it's only building- a matter of time before that one collapses too. Exactly. The reality is the building that collapsed is $15 million in special assessment that, you know, needs to be, like, extensively done in construction for that building that was not done. But that person was told, hey, you need to come do these repairs, they said. So this is going to be a shit show. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole shit. So, and then you know what's probably gonna happen too? There's probably gonna be stricter guidelines on these um associations as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but collapse though. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Because Drew, because Drew had Google like like 
homeowners association just the other day, mm-hmm. and they were saying how a lot of them like those people in those associations that like like the presidents and like the treasurers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They be scamming. They be taking some of that money and like be paying themselves off and shit like that. They do be scamming. That's why they don't want some of them to even be able to sit on the board and make decisions about the um, HOAs. Mm-hmm. That's madness. Because it's a conflict of interest. But I be auditing them uh, HOAs sometimes too, though. Mm. Right. I get an HOA. I, I have an HOA referral come across my desk maybe at least five times a day. Wow. Yeah, I be getting them. I be like, man, but that was the first thing I thought about. Right, I got an association referral the other day for a fucking uh, vacation rental community. I hate those. And then the first thing that popped out of their mouth was, "Oh, they don't have control over the rentals. They just mm-hmm. do the provision and the pool." And I'm just like, denied. <laughs> I hate those because they tend to use subcontractors a lot instead mm-hmm. of actual employees. So there's no mm-hmm. the, there's no true payroll, yeah. and with subcontractors that could that could be anybody. It could be landscape, lawn care, building maintenance, plumbers, electricians, like all these people who you see that it takes to build a house. It's it's too much. Mm. Yeah. We have strict guidelines on like how do we un- we how we underwrite that stuff in my job. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I see the article on the shade room now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. Yeah, we just talking shit at this point. Mama. I already showered. I already did my three miles. Me too. Me and Chloe done had our bath. Yeah. yeah, I already showered too. I just need to go do some OT. Um, I'm about to cut the AC down to like 70, 69, and oh, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm probably going to um watch a movie, have some wine, eat another cupcake. Oh my goodness. And then go to sleep. Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym in the morning. I haven't gone today. So I haven't gone since Sunday, so I need to go in the morning. Yeah, I'll work out tomorrow. I didn't do anything today. I got to go take a naproxen because I did it today. Mm-mm. Somebody mm-hmm. ruined my energy to today. I won't say no names. Ooh. Um, oh, fuck ass. Ooh. But you knew that before you got with him, so. <laughs> no, I did not know that. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Casey, I tried to warn her about New York niggas. I, I mean, you knew. I mean, you knew his ass was crazy. You knew he was a fuck nigga before you got with him. So yeah, I can't even say he's a fuck nigga. He's just crazy. Well, yeah, he's not a fuck nigga. I'm not. Let me take that back. He's not a fuck nigga. <laughs> he's just crazy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I mean, he's a Scorpio girl. What you and Kobe just sitting here like, okay, so what y'all doing? <laughs> 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 Kobe just like, nigga, is you buying my outfit for my birthday or not? <laughs> like, he looked over. He's he like, um, okay, so I'm, I'm here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But anyway. It's cool. Don't forget to um give me y'all things for so I can mash the intro. Yeah, I gotta re I gotta re listen to yours and kind of go with your flow. Oh yeah, I didn't even um hear it. Yeah, it's in that video. Just play it and then whatever you want to say, and then I'll I'll edit it tomorrow. I ain't even gonna tell y'all I'm gonna edit it tonight because I'm not. All right, I just say reporting live from another bitch business in the ATL. <laughs> Oh, so should I just record that and send it to you? Because I will. I mean, you can. All right. Because I'm gonna just throw, I'm gonna just throw the new the new sound behind it. And that works. And then I'll just put um all my social media shit on there. Yes. So are, are we just like telling about ourselves? You know, I'll just listen to yours. 
just a little a little intro, you know, with who you are and whatever. Casey, you can even put in um a little bit about the itis, you know. Yeah. Speaking of the itis, I was on a funk yesterday. Why? I was like, I'm not gonna do this shit no more. Itis? <laughs> I I don't know why. I just get like that sometimes. But I recorded a video, I just need to post it. Okay. When you go mukbang? Huh? When you gonna do another mukbang? Um, that's the video I need to post. Okay. Yeah, that's the one where I'm telling the story about um how that girl's husband had put on a jersey dress and some high heel wedges for me. I'm sick. <laughs> Mind you, the other day was her birthday. They was her husband. I was like, oh, I remember y'all. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to y'all so I can see what he look like. Uh, so I can imagine him in a jersey dress. Mm-hmm. A Lakers jersey dress at that. Ooh. I can't. Mm-mm. In front of the flea market. Stop it! I'm dead. Y'all should see um Cody laying across my chest. What is he doing? Just laying here. Mm-mm-mm. As long as he's quiet. It's right. almost bedtime for him. Oh, yeah. It's almost bedtime for me, too. He right on schedule. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Well, this this is our first episode for seven. Bop. We will see y'all in another two weeks. Yep. All right, July, here we come. Peace a out, cancer season. <laughs> Good night. Oh, I <laughs> don't find <cry> me. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>